Hello, good people. I just want to thank you for joining me on this podcast for the month of July 2020. I'm going to definitely say 2020 because this has been an amazing, interesting year so far um, with the COVID and so many different things going on. I mean, oh my gosh, the news and this is election year. But um, no matter what, um, hey, there's a battle going on. There's a spiritual battle every day that we have to face. So today, what I want you to do for this month or any time that you're listening, I just want you to join with me. My guest will be Tracy Judd. Um, She's going to talk about how we can deal with that spiritual enemy that we face each and every day. Sometimes some of you may not even realize that you're dealing with it, but we are. Just know we are. So um, just take a moment and just get ready for a um, awesome guest. Um, and she's going to bring some good, valuable information on how to deal, how to um, overcome with our spiritual battles that we have in life. Thanks. Hello. Hello, Tracy. Yes, ma'am. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Good, good. Listen, I know you're probably pretty busy and everything, so thank you so much for taking out the time just to, you know, be a guest on my podcast. Oh, I'm really excited. I've been looking forward to this for a while. Yes, ma'am. Okay, <laughs> good, good. Tracy, you know, um, I had mentioned to you that um, my theme this year is going to be about um, let's get our houses in order. You know, in life, we always, we have so many different things going on, um, but, you know, we really have to look at, you know, really have forward thinking and really think about what, what does all this mean in life that we're doing? You know, a lot of times we're just, you know, you go to work, you know, you, you have your family, but really, really what matters in life. And um, we do have a, a, a giant enemy that um, is in our life each and every day. And so that's why I wanted you to be a guest for my podcast this month. So Tracy, what I want you to do right now, if you don't mind, is just introduce yourself and tell, you know, my audience just a little bit about you, about you. Okay. So my name is Tracy Judd. Um, I'm an educator of about 22 years in Virginia. Um, I work primarily with middle school students in the area of language arts. I am currently the middle school teacher specialist for language arts in our department, in our division, where I write curriculum and assessments and provide instructional support for teachers and students and administrators. Wow. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Okay. And so in the midst of all of that, you was able to write a book. (laughs) <laughs> yes, ma'am. So um, I'm super excited to be able to have an opportunity to sit down and um, with God and have an, um, just have him to unfold some things to me and allow me to be able to share with others um, some of the information that he's allowed me to experience and to come to find as truth in my life. Um, and I'm, you know, just be, you know, just being super transparent, there were some very difficult moments growing up um, coming to know who God was, trying to find out who I was in him, 
what he wanted me to do in my life and just an ultimate perspective of life and how I perceived my life. And so throughout this time, he allowed me to write the book and it's entitled Head to Head, Toe to Toe. Um, And it's really about practical lessons for um, spiritual warfare. And it's one of those, yes, ma'am. It's one of those things where um, sometimes what we do is we tend to um, look at our Christianity from a realm of a super spiritual perspective. And while it is in fact spiritual, there are definitely practical ways that we can navigate reality, our current realm with what we know, um, making sure that we're able to, um, I don't want to say toggle between, but we, we both, we know that we're both natural and spiritual. So we have to make sure that we're able to function well in both capacities. Right. So this book is really designed to support us as we walk through this journey, um, you know, that we're living. You know what, Tracy, um, I want to tell you something. Um, It was uh, earlier part of my life is when I was thinking about when somebody's talking about spiritual warfare, you know, I was thinking, Mm -hmm. oh, my gosh, that's kind of scary. Um, you know, a lot of people, they don't, they don't want to deal with that part, you know, like saying, okay, well, you know, I don't see it. I don't have to really deal with it. And, um, you know, so in reading your book, um, I said, oh my gosh, you just, you really just the simplicity, but the details that you went into and, um, it's something that we can use on a daily basis. So, um, what I want to do is just ask you a couple questions that was very interesting to me, and um, it really stood out. Um, Tracy, there was a chapter in your book. It says, "Know your God," and so um, warfare. You stated um, basically um, the enemy will usually come to you internally before externally to tell you some lie. And so you said it begins with a thought. And we hear about that all the time. You know, everything that we do in life, it starts with a, with, with a thought. So I just want you just to please, just unfold for, for, um, for those who are listening. Basically, what are, you, what are you talking about in that chapter? Okay, so when I'm thinking about, um, you know, how the enemy will come to us internally um, before he comes to us externally, um, just like what you said, everything that happens that we see and function in in our current reality is it started with um, something that happened at another level in the spiritual level. Uh-huh. And so when I say that the enemy um, he'll come to you internally is that usually um, from a language arts perspective, there are two main points of view. Okay. Where and when I'm thinking about point of view, I'm thinking about um, you know someone telling the story, the narrator telling the story. Okay. And so the narrator can tell the story from an outsider's perspective, and they will use words like he, she, it, and they. Mm-hmm. But then there's also first person point of view where the narrator will use I, me, my, and perhaps even we as if they are the person telling the story. Okay. And so what will happen is the enemy will typically come to us with a first person voice, with a first person thought in that we're saying, I don't like him or her. I don't like this. I feel this way. My. And so it's, he's using a lot of those types of strategies to get us to grasp hold of those 
negative suggestions. Right. And right. so what we do is we hear those suggestions and because they're in that first person point of view, we perceive them and receive them as our own thoughts when they're not always our own thoughts. Sometimes they're from out of the blue, you know, right, you know? Right. and when, when it's out of the blue, they're more easy to recognize because you're saying to yourself, why would I even think that that doesn't even, I don't really feel that way. Right. But then there are other times when he will allow a circumstance to attach itself to a feeling. And then there you go. If he suggests a thought, then, hey, we, we're grabbing hold of it. And let me give an example of that. Um, let's say, for example, and, and, you know, I, you know, by me working primarily with young people, um, a lot of that, a lot of things that I share with um, in relation to, you know, anything uh, Christian or, you know, uh, biblical, I tend to kind of keep it a very simplistic way because that's how I learn. Right. Um, so an example of that might be two young people, a, a young lady sitting in the cafeteria with a group of her friends. Okay. And uh, another lady walk, another young lady walks by and she bumps her, um, you know, accidentally, mm-hmm. you know, and, and doesn't say anything and just keeps on going. So what will happen, what could potentially happen is, one, the enemy might say to the, the young lady who was bumped, oh, she didn't, you know, she didn't even say um, sorry to me or excuse me. Right. And then from there, he will then begin to add circumstance or situations where that victim, if you will, will, you know, begin to look at the other person, you know, in a negative way. Well, she doesn't like me. Look how she's looking at me. And it, he just begins <laughs> to compile circumstance. Right. So that by the time it's over, you know, you walk away from this cafeteria situation and all of us, this young lady no longer likes this person who bumped her, not taking into consideration that perhaps maybe the lady, the, the, the lady who bumped her wasn't even thinking about her at all. It was just completely an accident. She didn't even realize she did it. You know, that kind of or thing. Even, you know, what was, even what was on her mind, because, you know, a lot of times we, you know, we be dealing with so many things that sometimes the person will say, um, you know, she looked right at me. She didn't even speak to me. She didn't even speak yes. to me and never know what that person might be dealing with. And even though they see them face to face, they're automatically. And like you said, the enemy can come to your mind and say, you know what? She did that on purpose. You know, she didn't like what I had or whatever, you know, like that. And so, and, and I guess that's basically why they say the battle is, is in your mind. It's the battlefield of the mind, you know? It really is. And it's it's one of those things where if you don't pull it back, then it can yeah. really catch you because again, you're once he has planted the seed and you've ta- uh, latched on to it, as he begins to build circumstance, um, each of those circumstances will compile emotions and feelings that go along with them. And if once emotions and feelings go along with them and they begin to they begin to seem like reality. Right, <laughs> right. Then you then you if you're not careful, if you're not prayerful, if you're not hearing what God is saying to you and he hasn't already provided you with wisdom and clarity and peace, um, you could potentially behave in response to the lie that you received. And all this is just going on in your head and everything. And so um, that's why um, you have to kind of, you have to try to stay connected to the vine because we're the branches. And he basically, as he flows through us, because the enemy is after us all the time, it seems, you know, and you can just build up a whole dialogue in your head, you know, 
<laughs> Absolutely. You know, and everything. But you know what, too, Tracy, what I was thinking about, sometimes the enemy will come and there'll be a little truth to it. Yes. And that's what can fool you because there'll be a little truth to it. And then, you you, you know, it's like half truths, you know, and, uh, yes. and it, it's just enough. And like you said, if you build on it, it just mm-hmm. becomes a reality and everything. And a lot of people just don't understand what's going on. And when you said it, it's like in first person, he makes that makes you feel that about yourself, you know. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, that's what we have to be very careful, you know. So um, there was another chapter, too, Tracy, that um, you talk about. Um, and I know a lot of people don't want to hear this, but you talk about... Um, in this chapter, the character weapons and yes. one specific weapon is obedience to God. You know, people mm-hmm. don't, they don't like to hear about that kind of stuff because the first thing people be talking about, you know, he knows my heart. And so what I want to ask you is why is obedience so important in serving him? Do you know, after all, so many people feel that you can just do what you want and Hey, God's just going to forgive you. And, you know, so what are your thoughts on that? So, you know, I do believe that there is a grace for everything that God provides for us, you know, as we walk through this journey. I believe that there is a grace as we navigate from here to glory. But at the same time, I also believe that God puts different things in place and he gives specific directions because he can see the end from the beginning. Right. And the the directions, you know, we look at obedience. I'm glad you mentioned that in that way. Um, We do look at obedience in the sense of, um, the connotation is kind of negative. That means I can't do or I have to do something that I probably don't want to do. Right, right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but the reality in, in all of, in that very well could be true. But if you look at it from the perspective of our God as a loving father and the mm-hmm. things that he puts in place for us are designed yeah. for our good. Right. And not in the good of the good of others, the good of humanity, the good of the kingdom. And so if he's asking us to do something, and though it may be uncomfortable and undesirable, it's, it's working all for our good. Yeah. And so it's, it's, it really, the, perce- the perspective in terms of how we see that all falls on whether or not we genuinely perceive that God is loving towards us and that right. he loves us. So once we get that mindset that God does love us, even though it may be painful, it may be difficult, maybe something that you absolutely do not want to do, just knowing that the obedience that you you offer to God in your action is going to make a significant difference, not only in your life, but in the lives of others as we're all interconnected with one another. We certainly are. Yes, and as we obey you know, he, he honors that. And then on the flip side of that, when we don't obey, there are consequences that can happen because of our disobedience. And yeah. so we have to be mindful of who we have to know those things. And yes, there is in fact a grace for that. But at the same time, you know, we are, and I talk about, you know, the, the spiritual and the natural, but I want you to, to visualize a cross, mm-hmm. you know, the cross that Jesus, um, hold on. Um, there is a vertical component and then there is a horizontal component. Right. You know, they hung them high, they stretched them wide kind of philosophy. And so we are actually between 
we are in that cross situation. We have a vertical relationship with our father, but we have horizontal relationships with one another. We have horizontal relationships with the earth realm that we are dealing with, but we also have that vertical relationship. And while we are, while we are, and there's a grace between the vertical as we repent and come before God and get, you know, ourselves together, sometimes the the consequences of our actions will lie on the on the horizontal perspective, um, the, you know, where we are dealing with one another. So it is, in fact, if someone goes out and they shoot someone, you know, God, can, you know, in repentance, God will forgive everything. You know, he can, you know, forgive the this slate is clean. But from a horizontal earth realm perspective, there's a, there may be a consequence, consequence coming for you, even though you may have said you're sorry and you got, are godly sorry about it, won't ever do it again. Right. Um, there might be something you will have to see should you ever, you know, get caught, et cetera. Yeah. Because there, you know, there are consequences for the things that we do from the vertical and horizontal. And just remember that as we walk this journey, we are both spirit and flesh. You know, we are both components. And again, the obedience that we do to God or that he asks us to do, it's for our own good. And again, it's not coming from a hard taskmaster. Master, it's not coming from an angry father or, um, or a tyrant of any kind. It's coming from a loving father who wants to navigate us on this journey, you know, through this wilderness of whatever it is life that we're walking through so that we can you know, get to where he uh, he wants us to be right. at the end of this right. lifetime. And so obedience is really one of those key things. And we don't want to take his grace for granted. That's for there sure. is grace. Right. There is grace. But at the same time, there is also the possibility of some very real consequences. So we want to make sure that we're obeying God. Um, you know, and again, you know, <laughs> you know, his grace is sufficient for us. But at the same time, you know, we have to make sure we're doing what he wants us to do right. um, because we impact everyone else. too. You know what? And Tracy, thank you so much for that. Um, you know, it just makes me think you, you brought me back to, um, um, first of all, I always tell people, you know, and, and that's my little walk and slogan, you know, life is all about choices. And, um, you know, and I really stressed that in my book um, that I wrote, but um, um, and as you know, I just recently lost my mother. Um, she she turned 88 years old. Um, she was, you know, blessed to have her birthday and everything. And I was, I was so blessed to be there with her the day before she um, transitioned to her heavenly address, you know. And, um, you know, when you're talking about the spirit and the flesh and everything like that there, but um, my mom had, she smiled all the way, you know, even through, you know, of course, when she was sedated, you know, she didn't know what was going on and everything. But she came out of that and, um I, when I made it there, you know, God answered my prayer that I would see my mother. And um, um, the obedience is so important because um, when uh, we was talking about some things, um, you know, I, I had put on a piece of paper different areas that she might be concerned about and everything. And you know what? None of those concerns, she didn't have any of those concerns. All she knew was, is that, okay, you know, she could tell she was really sick, but I was looking at it like saying, when you start getting close to leaving and transitioning and, you know, going where you're going to go and everything, 
if you don't have your house in order, and thank God my mother, she lived that kind of life to have her house in order, but it's mm-hmm. just you and God. I mean, you're taking yeah. that journey by yourself. I don't care what children you have, your husband. That is a journey that you have by yourself, you see. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so what we do in life, see, people think we're just, you know, we're living, you know, day to day and everything like that. But there will be a time. So that's why, you know, so when you was talking about that just now, it just made me think about how close my mother was to transitioning and the things yeah. probably that went through her mind. But she has such peace about her that um, it just makes me know, like um, um, I, I said, that I want to keep the oil in my lamp. I want to be ready for when the bridegroom comes. And you can't just talk there and sound good. We have to be about his business, you know. And so for you being a young lady, um, you know, a young wife and mother and educator and, and you know, and, um, you know, think about how the Lord brought you to, to write this book and everything. This is one of the greatest enemies that we have is um, Satan. And um, if we don't know how to deal with him, if we don't know mm-hmm. how to deal with him, Think, you know, everything's just hunky-dory. You know, you go to church and you treat people right. But there is a war going on. There's a fight going on, you see, and stuff. So, you know, um, I just really enjoy reading your book and everything. Um, Tracy, there's one more thing I want to ask you. is that um, in the book that I wrote, Living on the Positive Side of If, and, you know, my podcast, my the mantle on me is is wisdom because with wisdom, you know, the beginning of wisdom is to fear God. I mean, reference to him, you know. So for you, Tracy, why does it matter? What does, why does wisdom matter so much in the lives of believers? Um, When I think about um, personal experiences that I've had, um, I've come to understand, you know, when I first became a believer, I was probably anywhere between late 15 years old and early 16. And I'm not going to assert that I lived it perfectly for sure. And it wasn't until I was about 17 years old when I became, you know, seriously committed to my um, choice that I made. You know, I really began to take it seriously. And so throughout the, those experiences that I've had as a young person coming to know Christ, I've had an opportunity to see people function um, in emotion, in assumption, in cliches, mm-hmm. following the crowd. Mm-hmm. And all of this ha- can happen right in the midst of being in the, in the, in the church. Uh Um, but God, you know, but God wants us to be able to function in wisdom. And a lot of time that wisdom is not in the crowd. It's not in always following behind a person. Right. It's not, you know, it's not all. And, and even though it seems, uh, a trend, if you will, something that, you know, Everyone says, you know, if you get behind this person, you'll be good to go. Right. God is God is really stressing to us that he doesn't really want us to get behind the person because that person is human also and subject to fall. But if you rely on the wisdom of my word, 
yes. need you yes. and, 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 and learn of me, then I will guide your steps. There are so many opportunities for um, the enemy to trip us up and cause us to go into um, wrong direction. Of course, God's grace is sufficient, but think about the amount of time that was wasted between getting from confusion back to clarity when you could have just walked in wisdom. Right, right, right. Save yourself a lot of trouble, you know? Yes, a lot of trouble, a lot of sleepless nights. Yes. And so there's your obedience again. There's your obedience again, but wisdom is what we really need in this hour. And it's not about what everyone is, the song that everybody is singing, and I use songs figuratively. It's not about the message everybody is singing. It's not about what, um, you know, even your, you know, parents, grandparents, your neighbor, you know, it's not even about what they said. And just like what you said, it's truly about your own personal relationship and walk with God. Yes. And so yes. one of the things that I have noticed during this time um, that we're in with the um, COVID-19 pandemic situation is that God has allowed us to be able to really see what our perception of our own relationship with him is. Right, right, right. It's right. really brought it to the forefront, and this is where God is asking. You know, He's showing us. Okay, so now that you can see where you might have not have relied on me fully in this area, now I can show you the wisdom in my word of what I want you, you know, of what I want you to know about us. Right. And right, so, right. really, it's about getting with Him, learning how to follow His direction and function in wisdom. So that we can make sure that we're doing what we need to do positively to impact the kingdom and the world around us. Um, obviously, you know, it's just one of those things that even though we're kingdom mindset, uh, mindset people, um, we also have to function in this earth realm with people who need to know who he is. That's and true. if we're not walking in wisdom, then we are not able to meet the, reach the people that he's asking us to meet. To meet um, scripture says that... Um, he that winneth souls is wise. Mm. <laughs> and if we're not, if we're foolish, if we're super emotional, if we're following the crowd, if we're not listening and we don't know the word for ourselves, if we're unsure of our own personal relationships with him, when the rubber meets the road, because everything is good in song and dance. But <laughs> when the music stops, when what the is music it that stops, you, honey. Mm-hmm. What is it that you really believe? So God is saying during this time, I need you to know me like the back of your hand, inside and out, beyond a shadow of a doubt, separate and apart from every possible entity that can influence your perception of who I am. Because all I want you to know is who I am in this moment with clarity, because you're going to need to be sure of every step that you go um, through the wisdom of my word. Yes. And I want to tell you something. His word is truth. And, you know, um, and like we're supposed to be able to influence others, you know, that are lost. You know, like you hear that this particular cliche, you know, or um, uh, just uh, this phrase about um, I'd rather see a sermon than to hear one, you know, and um, um, and and that's very important as well. And then um, um, I think about what stands out and I guess because this conversation that we're having what stands out to me also, and I guess I'm just going to go ahead and say it, that he will leave you to your reprobate mind. 
And a lot of people don't realize what that is, is that when you just keep doing something over and over and over again and you just become, you you know, you, um, you know, either just you're not you're desensitized to all of it, uh, what you're doing, people don't realize he'll leave you out there. So. The thing is, you know, and like you said, his grace is sufficient, but he knows yes. what it'll take to bring you back in. But see, he already knows whether you are even going to come back in or not. See, yes. so so yes. the thing is, is that life is all about choices. And um, I want to tell you something, Tracy, you made a good choice, even though God put it in you. You made a good choice to follow through to write this book head to head and toe to toe because good girl it is powerful. It is powerful. So Tracy, the last thing I just want you to do is um, tell um, tell my audience um, just basically how they can purchase your book and you know and everything like that. So the 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 book is entitled Head to Head, Toe to Toe: uh, Practical Lessons for Active Engagement and Spiritual Warfare. And you can purchase it on Amazon.com. It's available for $12. Um, and, you know, you, you may not be able to find it in bookstores, but right now it's available on Amazon.com. So please go ahead and check that out. Um, hopefully you'll enjoy the read. And, um, you know, please feel free to reach out to me if you need, you know, some clarification in reference to anything that's inside of the book. I really enjoy writing it, and I believe that it will be a blessing to others. Um, yeah. And like well. I said earlier, Tracy, I'm tell you, uh, when it comes to, you know, with the spiritual warfare, like I said, from my early years on this journey, on this Christian journey, anything that was talking about warfare was scary to me. You know, people act mm-hmm. like, you know, things are jumping out. So I just want everybody to know that reading this book, it is a definitely a guide on how to deal with what is real. What we see, we think is real. Okay. But yeah. it's really real going on behind the scenes. And like that conversation you said, Tracy, that um, the enemy will have make you, you know, he'll be talking with you in your head, you know, um, and you'd be wondering, how can you stop this? And that's why you have to replace it with what we know God's word says, you know, so you can know who you are, who you belong to. It's so and so important and everything. So, Tracy, any final words that you just want to say? Um, um. Yeah, I did just want to, you know, just kind of add to what you were saying there in terms of just the spiritual warfare and how, you know, sometimes we do tend to think that it's like, you know, we're dealing with the, you know, boogeyman here. Yeah, boogeyman. But that's not at all what we're looking at. And so if we're always looking for the boogeyman here and the boogeyman there, then we're really missing the reality. And the the real battle is inside of your mind. Yes. yes <laughs> and that, it is. that's where it is. Yes, it and is. So it's the choices that we make that, you know, whether we're going to walk in wisdom, whether we're going to walk in obedience, whether or not we're going to recognize opportunities, um, you know, to to be positive in, in situations. Right. You know, it's, it's all of those types of things. And so it's really recognizing the simplicity of what God is asking us to do without over-spiritualizing it enough so we can just live and function in his perfect will. And, and I like that really what you perfect. said, too, over-spiritualizing, because some people just act like they can't even, can't talk about nothing else. They're only just talking about just, you know, just, you know, um, um, the spirit and everything like that. You know, yeah. he knows that we're living in this world and we can't, we can't help nobody else, you know. So, so you know, if we just only going to just, keep everything where 
you know, that's your only conversation because so many millennials now um, don't even want to go to church because they're looking at church people, as they say, and saying, yeah. you know, how they're acting. And, you know, um, it's just like they're living a dual life, you know, um, they're a certain way in church. But, you know, they know what's going on behind the scenes. We we seriously, we mm-hmm. have to we have to do better. We have to do better because yeah. those that are lost, those that are like on the fence, you know, um, you know, we have a lot on how we influence them. So we have to really be careful and everything so we can learn all the scriptures. We can learn all that. But it's how you live your everyday life and have your personal relationship with them. Um, Jesus Christ and everything. Tracy, again, yeah. I just want to say thank you so much, so much and everything. I know you got to get ready for your challenge of going back to school, doing this COVID-19 and how that's mm-hmm. going to be done. So, you know, we just, you know, we just pray that you have a blessed future year with the students and, you know, the administrators and everything like that. But just thank you so much for being a guest on my podcast. Okay. Thank you for having me. I have enjoyed this time. Thank you. All right. You take care, dear. Okay. Oh, and for anybody that basically that um, will be um, purchasing your book and, you know, reading and everything, I just want to make sure they know if they will be sure to leave a comment, you know, um, after purchasing in the, you know, and everything like that, because that there really just helps other people to realize, oh my gosh, this book really is a good read, you know, and everything. So, Take care, okay? Thank you. You take care as well. Thank you. All right, dear. Bye-bye. Well, everybody, Tracy, she did break it down to us. Now, that was just a few little questions that was answered. Um, You know, some things that stood out for me in her book. But, um, you know, hopefully you will get a chance to purchase her book because really, I mean, she breaks it down um, just for an everyday guide on how to deal with that enemy like I was talking about. Um, We really do have to realize that um, in order for us to deal with our relationships, the different things that we have to go through in life, we have um, this force that is coming in our head you know um doesn't mean you're crazy or anything like that but um we we do have a force that we're dealing with and the only way to know how to deal with that is getting closer to the one who created you god is bigger and greater than anything or anyone so the more you know about him The closer that you get, the more intimate you become with him. He will show you how to pull it back, as Tracy said, to how to get in control of that conversation that we have in our head a lot of times. And we just don't know where it comes from. So just thank you for being a part of the podcast. Um, Please, you know, just share it. And um, like again, like I would like to say this again, the name of her book is Head to Head, Toe to Toe. And you'll find that um, on Amazon. So my prayer for all of you is for you and yours to be blessed. And remember, keep Matthew 6 and 33 at the forefront of your life. Believe me, 
I'm telling you, for as long as I've been living, that is truly the way to go. It might be tight, but believe me, it's right. And it'll get you somewhere. Much love to all of you and peace. Be blessed.